It's National Puppy Day, so what better thing to talk about than puppies? So that's what we're going to do on this episode. We're going to talk about the three things that I think you should be focusing on when you get that new puppy. Let's talk about it next. Hey guys, what's up? This is Jake at OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. Welcome to this week's Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast. I'm really excited to talk about this week's because it's about puppies. National Puppy Day is March 23rd. I know that this launched on Mar- March 24th, but believe me, it is March 23rd right now when we're shooting this, so we're going to count that as National Puppy Day. And I just thought it was a good time to talk about what we think are the three main things you should be focusing on when you get this puppy. Like, There's so many things to think about, but what three things should you be honing in on to make sure you're setting your dog up for success? Before we do that, I want to thank everybody who's listening to us um, via any of the podcast uh, apps or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And for everybody on YouTube, I'd like to thank you guys as well for watching us. Um, We really appreciate it. Either way, if you guys could like and subscribe to our channel, that would be amazing. Let's build this thing up. Let's make it as big and as awesome as it can get. Let's keep putting out. We're going to plan. We plan on keep putting out all this content for you guys. So we would really appreciate the the support. If you like our channel, subscribe to or like this video, subscribe to our channel. And hey, at any time, if you want to throw a comment into uh, any of these videos, feel free. I check this. I'll respond to it. Um, But yeah, so we just have a good time doing this, but make sure you guys subscribe. The other thing then that I want to talk about is our website, ondogtrainingacademy.com. We've got some really cool things in the works. Uh, We've got uh, um, a webinar that we're putting out that I will be talking about here uh, shortly uh, that kind of ties into some of the stuff we're going to be talking about today. Uh, But we also do one-on-one training. We have other courses that we have put up. Um, The one-on-one training, I think, is really cool. Uh, It's all online, but you can meet with us. We can set up to where we can show you demos. We can help coach you with your dogs. It's just a really good way to virtually get out to people and be able to help as many people as possible. So check out ondogtrainingacademy.com and uh, see what we can do to help you guys. And if you don't see something, if you're looking for a specific topic, um, reach out to us and go, hey, do you mind maybe putting something together to cover this topic, whatever it might be? We're always open to ideas and we want to help you guys. So we want to know what do you guys want us to talk about, whether it be on the podcast, whether it be on YouTube, or whether it be in putting a webinar or course together. We always love getting feedback so that we can best help you guys out. That is the most important thing with all of this. So anyways, let's go ahead and uh, start talking about this week's um, this week's episode. Like I said, National Puppy Day. So, you know, our dog is six, so he's not really a puppy, but I'm sure a lot of people can probably relate. They might have older dogs. Not everybody has a puppy right now. So maybe you have an older dog, but I'm sure today or yesterday, whatever it would be, you're probably going through Facebook. You're probably going through some of your pictures on your phone and you're reminiscing about, man, look at this puppy. Gosh, can you believe like our dog? He just turned six and we're like, man, can you believe he's already six? And we go back and we look at his puppy pictures and we kind of reminisce on how adorable and stuff he was. I mean, he's still cute now, but I mean, come on, a puppy? Oh, whatever. And so, so we kind of, 
we, we look at all these pictures and and then we start to think you know like we go back to like the work we put into him so like our own dog luda we put a lot of work into him getting him to where he is now and so we wanted to share kind of what we did with him and what we suggest you do with your puppies as well to make sure you set them up and optimize whatever your dog is. We can talk about genetics. We can talk about breeds, all this different stuff. Yeah, whatever. But there's things that we can do as handlers that really helps mold your dog into what they're going to be as an adult, what they're going to be their entire life. I think the first little bit of time you have with your puppy is the most important time because your dog is learning or your puppy is learning so, so much. So you might be listening to this and you might say, well, hey, I don't have a puppy right now, so maybe I don't need to listen to it. Hold on. Don't leave. I would definitely recommend hearing what we have to say now. Sometimes it's good to hear it now so that when that time comes and you're ready to get that new puppy, you already are prepared. You're mentally prepared. You're like, hey, I remember Jake mentioning something about something. And either you come back and rewatch this or you just remember what I said and you just go, okay, this is what we have to do. We have to come up with this plan. We're going to work on all this stuff. So anyways, so the first, the, the three things. The first one, and I think this one is, is fairly obvious, but I think it's something that sometimes either gets done incorrectly or maybe gets done um, not enough, and that is socialization. Socializ- socialization is humongous. Now, I did a podcast last year, about a year ago, it was a year ago, I think it was June, where I talked about socializing and how sometimes socializing your dog can be hard and sometimes you're going to struggle and all that. And you guys can check that out. I'll actually put, I didn't do YouTube at that time, that is a podcast. So I'll actually put a, a link in the description to that podcast um, that kind of talks, that, that'll be another another podcast you guys can listen to. So I definitely suggest checking that out. Of course, after. Don't don't click on it yet. Wait till I'm wait till we're done here. But I just think socialization is so incredibly important. And whether people just aren't doing it or people aren't do, are doing it incorrectly, there's a lot of timing issues. There's things like that that we need to make sure we're doing. So getting them out, exposing them to people, dogs, appropriate dogs, not inappropriate dogs, uh, places, texture, smell, sight, all these different things. They need to see a lot of different things when they're young and it needs to be positive for them, right? We don't want our dog to have bad experiences. And, and so we want to make sure that we're, we're setting them up for absolute as much success as possible. Now you might be like, well, okay, well, I know I need to socialize my dog, but how do I do it? Now, I don't want to give away the whole, our whole philosophy, but what I, what I will say is we are going to be having a webinar that is going to be talking about socializing. And this webinar is going to be, I believe it's in April, it's in about a month from now, and we're gonna be going over, it's a live It's a live one uh, webinar where you'll be able to ask questions and everything, and we're gonna be talking about uh, how to do it, what to do, where to go, all these different things. There's gonna be uh, uh, a presentation, there's gonna be videos, it's gonna be really neat. So I definitely would suggest checking it out um, and talk to us and kind of pick our brain and, and, and you know, make sure you're doing as much as you can correctly. But socializing, socializing is huge. Don't wait on it. Don't be like, well, he's cute. He's a puppy. I get a lot of people who say, well, my dog is, is social right now. Like I have a, you get a puppy. Let's just say you get a puppy lab and your lab is happy and excited and visiting and all this different stuff. And you're like, well, I don't need to socialize my dog. My dog is already way too social or way too happy. That is such a common mistake, and it's really sad because what ends up happening is these dogs who 
have the potential to be amazing dogs lose social skills whether it's it's they get shy or they just get overstimulated in new in new situations to the point where you i don't want to say you've ruined them but like they're just hard to manage in those situations and so don't take for granted that your dog at the time when you get them as a puppy is social and you don't feel like you have to do it and don't stay simple like don't be like yeah we go to our friend's house and we go to the park and he goes on car rides sometimes like expand go out do things again we'll get more in depth into this in our webinar that we're going to have but get out and socialize your dog the next one is training training to me is well not just as important i mean you can have a very social untrained dog and be okay i think training though is super super important you want your dog to know the rules you want your dog to know hey don't jump on me don't bite me sit when i say sit down when i say down healing come all these different things I think are super, super important. And it's something that we need to make sure we're addressing. So the tip we give people for training is go out and, and don't be so fixed. Like, okay, we're doing a puppy class. Cool. But follow up that puppy class with another class, maybe another puppy class, maybe going to another location, doing something, learning from different people. I love to take my dog places. I'll do online classes as well. We have a, a course um, called Welcome Home. It's for any dogs that are new. So you can check that out. That gives you a ton of information. But I like to pull information from different people, online courses, in-person courses, one-on-one lessons with certain trainers. I love to just get around and, and pull as much as I can to optimize what I'm trying to do with my dog. Because every dog is slightly different. And that happens. But we need to make sure that we're ready. So when something kind of goes a little bit one direction, a little bit sideways, that so your dog gets a little nervous on something, you know how to deal with it because you've talked with enough people and worked with enough people. If you do one class and say, well, it's good enough, I did a puppy class, maybe you'll be okay. But at the same time, more is better in my opinion. Get out, take your dog to classes, socializing your dog as well, but like taking out, doing classes, teaching them things. The other thing I like about classes is it gives us that that reason to train our dogs. Life gets super, super freaking busy, right? Whether you have kids and they have sports or just with us, with our own business. Like we get so busy, you know, like right now it's March. March is spring break. We are busy. We're doing lessons. We've got dogs in for training, all this stuff. We need to make sure that that we're also focusing on our own dogs. Like when we had a puppy and we were going through this same time of year, we really were like, okay, we need to hone down and be like, okay, we're going to do one or two classes a week with our dog. It forces us to get out and it forces us to train our dog. And so I just think it's really important. Get out there, do training, do as much as you can to help your dog. This helps with manners, everything. And plus, if you're taking your dog to new places, that's part of socializing and it's going to benefit your dog greatly so training so so far we talked about socializing and we talked about training so now we have one more to talk about and that one more is management management is so massively important if you have a puppy you are going to have to i don't even say you should you have to manage this dog you cannot just go well i hope you're good and let your dog just do whatever they want be free all this stuff you need to manage and management could be Well, schedule feeding, that's management because you're managing your dog's food intake, meaning it's going to probably help you with potty training. Even drinking water. We manage our puppies on how much water they drink when they get it because we don't want to have accidents or crating or putting up expense or, or, you know, 
supervising. I mean, all these different things. We are managing the dog to make sure that they're not going to start developing bad habits. A lot of habits that are lifelong habits that affect the dog are things that start when they're puppies. And so we need to make sure we are working with them right now, working with them as a puppy to start to not to, to start to show them this is the how you want how we want you to do things. This is how you should go. Because if you let these puppies just do their own thing or create these bad habits, habits become more difficult to work through. Not impossible, but more difficult to work through than just saying this is how it goes. You know, we are going to teach you how to do this. Not we're going to teach you how to we're going to unteach you how you think you know how to do it and then try to reteach you on how to do it. That becomes more difficult. So managing your dog don't let them have access to different places. Don't let them have access to, to the bathroom where there's toilet paper and chemicals and all that stuff. Don't let them have access to the kitchen. So we actually uh, um, have a client, and it's really common for people to say, well, I, I, I block my dog off to the kitchen. The kitchen's common because, well, the kitchen's usually some sort of hard floor, uh, a tile, whatever. So if the dog has an accident, it's easy to clean up. And that's not a bad idea. But the problem is, and this isn't even something I necessarily thought of until talking with this client, is his their dog now has countercruising issues. Well, why is that? Well, because the dog was was blocked off to the kitchen and was left unsupervised and was able to start to cruise around and see what was up on these uh, as the dog got bigger, was able to see what was on the on the island or on counters and start to take things. And so so by doing management your management you were doing had holes in it. So this is something to always think about. Like, okay, if I if I put my dog here, what's going to happen? If I put my dog in the kitchen, yeah, it's going to make accidents easier to clean up. But what are side effects of putting them in the kitchen? Well, teaching countercruising. That's definitely one. Um, I've seen dogs get destructive with, with appliances, with chairs, with whatever. So I like to have very good management of the puppies. Um, but just trying, you're basically just trying to keep them out of trouble as you're training them. You know, your, your, your socializing is going to come along, your training is going to come along, and then your management. And all this stuff together is going to create a really nice um, environment for your dog. And, and by doing all three of these things, it's going to make the progress go even faster and be even cleaner. And not clean as in accidents. I mean, that stuff just happens. But clean as in like, you're going to go, well, he wasn't a very difficult puppy. And it was because, it, it maybe it was because of the dog. I mean, we can say your dog is just awesome. They probably are. But we could also say it was because you came up with this plan and this plan works. Socializing, training, and managing. If you take on these three things and you and you are just adamant with it, you're going to see progress in your dog's training. You're going to see faster, I could say maturity, but sometimes that's just genetic. Um, but you're going to see your dog understanding things. And in my opinion... By doing these three things, what you're also doing is you're lowering stress on you and your dog. If you're letting your dog just do whatever and they're destroying your house, if you don't socialize your dog and now your dog is barking at strangers, if you don't train your dog and you tell your dog to come and they run away, all these things equal stress on you. Stress on you then translates to stress on the dog because dogs can feel this or we get mad, we yell at the dog, whatever. So by implementing these three things, I really just feel like it lowers the stress of the house. It increases the bond you have with your dog because the less fighting you have or arguing you have with your dog, the better it's going to be. Your dog will then go, oh, this is easy. 
I do this, I get this, this is all super good, and you're happy, your puppy's happy, you're bonding, the relationship's just rock solid, and everything's just ready to just launch into the rest of your guys' life and help you guys out and do all that. So that is it. This is a very simple, It's a little. I know it's a 15-minute episode here. It's really simple, guys, but just socialize your dogs. Get your dog out to do classes and then manage what your problems are or what your problems might be. You know, manage them the best you can. And, you know, if, if you need help, remember, we do one-on-one. We do one-on-one training. We have a socialization webinar coming out. We have a course called Welcome Home that could help you with that stuff as well. I'll put descriptions or I'll put uh, uh, links to all of those things in the description uh, below. But just check it out if you need to. But, guys, just work with your dogs. Train them. Puppyhood is awesome, it's fun, and it's also critical when it comes to doing these three things. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Hopefully you guys learned a lot. Again, happy National Puppy Day. Go enjoy your dogs, and we'll see you guys next week.